Hi, welcome to the Read, Play, Talk podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Paris. And I'm your other host, Jack Love. This podcast is a resource for parents and caregivers as we educate on the importance of reading, playing, and talking with their children every day. In today's episode, we're talking about the upcoming Read, Play, Talk fair and why families should attend this event. Well, I mean, the easy answer is because it's awesome. Oh my gosh, I love this event. Yeah, it's pretty cool, right? It's one of my most favorite parts of my job is putting together the Read, Play, Talk fair. Yeah, it's pretty fun. And we were talking outside before we got in how nice and easy this one is. Yes, well, it helps that it's indoors. indoors. That's, a, that's right. That's yeah. a plus. Well, so as we're talking, why don't we just hammer out some solid main facts real quick about it? What do you think? Yeah, I think so. So if you've had kids in Mesquite ISD for a little bit or you've been in the Mesquite community, you might have heard of the Read, Play, Talk Fair before. This is actually our fifth annual Read, Play, Talk Fair. We had to skip wow. 2020 and 2021 because of, you know— the COVID. So yeah, this is year five for so, the fair, which is exciting. So without the pandemic, it would have been seven years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man alive. I'm old. Yeah. I'm old. So, but the big I thing, the first one. well, see all the way back yeah. in 2017, I guess Crazy. would have been that first one. But this event, what it's known for is it is a free event for families to attend. There's no like admission fee, very few things at the fair cost anything, but it's also free for businesses to be a part of. It's different from the Read Play Talk Festival, which we do in the fall, and I know we did an episode on that. But that event, like we charge vendors to come, but this event is completely free for businesses and organizations to participate in. Yeah, so the the one we do in the fall really helps raise money so we can kind of put on this one and some other things. So I'm really excited about this one. This one is my favorite one that we do all year. Yeah, not that we have favorites, but if we were to have favorites, this would be I have a favorite and this one's it. (laughs) But what families can expect about this event, so businesses, they come and they set up a booth space. And at this event, we ask that they not sell items or like outwardly promote their business, but instead we ask that they provide a game, activity, or craft for families when they come to visit their booth. And so the hope is that when families, you know, after they're done kind of traveling through the event, going to all the different vendor spaces, they leave with lots of ideas on how they can read, play, and talk together at home. Yeah. And families will leave with some of those resources or game pieces from the vendors to actually use in their homes, which is exciting. Yeah. In years past, we've had some cool things. I remember, and like you couldn't do it at home, but we had a t-shirt vendor one year who was screen printing shirts and allowed the kids to screen yeah, print shirts. Yeah, that was shirts. fine. We had a chiropractor who had like a spine game that oh, you could toss yeah. balls in. Yeah. yeah, so there's really some really fun things that kids can do here. We've got all kinds of businesses show up, right? Like ASI does tumbling. Yes, they come and set up like this obstacle course that takes over half the gym at Mesquite High School. If I remember right, which I think I do, there's there's usually like a, what is it with the instruments? It's called the... Oh, it's the Mesquite ISD Fine Arts Department, the uh, Instrument Petting Zoo. Petting Zoo, that's yeah, what it is. Yeah, that's what they've yeah. done. So, yeah. And we expect them back this year, right? Yeah, they're coming back. They'll be on the stage in the auditorium, so they'll have all kinds of music activities for kids. We actually have a lot of district departments that will be there. Our beloved KEOM, who helps put on this podcast, they'll be there. And they have some fun activities kind of themed around talk this yeah, year. Yeah, I think we should keep that one a secret. Definitely. Because it's going to be really cool, but I you're think. you're going to want to go to the KEOM yeah, booth. Yeah, they'll 100%. be broadcasting live from the event, which is really exciting and Again, we've said it before, but KEOM is just such a unique resource that our district has because not a lot of districts, I don't even know if there are really any other districts in our area that have their own radio station. So that's exciting that they'll be broadcasting. So we'll have KEOM, we'll have the Fine Arts Department, which is like elementary music and elementary art will be there. They're going to have some fun and easy crafts for kids. 
the science department, Recycle Michael. I don't know if you remember Recycle Michael, but the Recycle mascot that is there. Oh, yeah, yeah, He's yeah. He's like yeah, the yeah. giant triangle that <laughs> yeah. walks around. Yeah. Uh, Recycle, Recycle Michael, Michael will be there for pictures. We'll also have some information for families on pre-K sign-up because the district is doing a big push for that, getting oh. kids signed up for pre-K. And, and we expect the, all the mascots this year, right, again? Yes, yeah. we're hopeful to have representation from all of the high schools in Mesquite. Yeah, those are fun. You can take pictures with those. Everybody loves mascots. But, yeah, you mentioned some of, like, the big businesses that – come back, you know, kind of year after year. ASI, we're so grateful for them because they bring a ton of equipment with them when they come. Puzzle Piece Kids, we've had Natalie on this show before, and so she's just a really great partner. Child Care Group. Yeah. Yeah, so I think we have a pretty good list. We've got like 25 different businesses and organizations that will be represented at this year's fair. Yeah, that's a good amount. I think if you get too many I mean, every year it's, it's shoulder to shoulder at some point. So you don't want to you don't want to pack it up too much, but yes. you want to provide enough for everybody to have fun. And I think we always do that. Yeah, well. and it's it's fun. And you mentioned it earlier when you were talking about like uh, Doctor Kubo, but it's fun to see each organization's like different spin and take on mm-hmm. an activity because a lot of them get very creative and make it unique to their business, which is great because it helps the families remember. Like, okay, when I need a chiropractor, I'm like, oh, I remember I saw this chiropractor at this event one time. He had this crazy spine cup toss game. Yeah. Yeah. And we've had selfie stations before too, right? Yes. Yeah. We're going to have some photo booth stations uh, this year, which will be fun. Awesome. All right. Yeah. So that's all the fun stuff. I mean, not, there's much that's more fun. That's not all the fun that, stuff, I mean, that's, Jack. There's that's, way, <laughs> that's the way more fun, fun stuff, right? Yes. Yeah. So, but there's resources that are available. At, yeah. That's what we like about this event. It's fun. Yes. But we also kind of sneak in some resources that people aren't really expecting. Yeah. And, and I know we've talked about it before, but that's kind of like the goal for all of our events. Like we want to bring awareness. We want families to come. We try to like put all these like fun elements in it. But we also want families to leave with resources. So yeah, we've got some fun stuff. One thing I do want to mention is thanks to Credit Union of Texas, they're our sponsors for this year's event. The first 600 children will get a free read, play, talk and Credit Union of Texas tote, which is super nice. It's like a reusable shopping bag kind of thing. And so You'll get that right when you walk in the door, and then you can use it when you walk around to your vendor. So if you make a craft, you know, you can throw that in there. Or if you get some books, you want to talk about where one place, at least, where kids can get books at the Replay Talk Fair? Before I do that, I do want to give just a quick shout-out to Credit Union of Texas because they have been not only a partner for us, but they've been a partner around the community with a lot of stuff, education, foundation, all that time stuff. So thank you guys for all that you do for our community. But, yes, there is a Scholastic Book Fair again this year. Yes, the Scholastic Book Fair of your dreams. Cannot wait. Yeah, so that will be in the library again. And we've done that, gosh, the last, I don't know, five, six, seven events that we've had total Tried yeah. to have a scholastic book fair there just as a way for families, yeah. you know, they want to buy a book or two for their kid. And we actually use that as a fundraiser, which is great. So then we're able to take some of the money raised and we buy books from Scholastic to hand out yeah, at events sure. or pop-ups or whatever. Yeah. I mean, we want kids to have books in their hands, as many as they can get. Yes. Yeah. Um, so come to every Replay Talk Fair and you're probably going to get a You'll free book. You'll probably leave with at least one book. Yeah. We will have a new partner there this year called Book Drive for Kids. I don't know if we've ever mentioned them on the podcast before, but they've been a partner with Replay Talk for about a year. They give us 
books to distribute in our Lena Stark groups. They've given books for little free libraries or just, you know, books for us to hand out at events. But they will actually be set up at our fair this year, kind of at the exit. And so every kid, and they've told us that they're going to just allow kids to just stock up any books that they see that they want, you know, they'll be able to take home with them. Oh, wow. How awesome is that? Yeah. So some of these books are new and some are used but still in great condition. So they're a great partner just to help us get books in the hands of kids. Yeah, and hopefully we can get that. We talked about it, I think, the last podcast. We need 100 books in every household, right? Yes. It's the 100 book mark, right? Yes, yeah. That's kind of the metric. The metric, yeah. yeah. The, the magic number is 100 The magic book. number. That's what we're looking for. So hopefully we'll help families get closer to that goal after this event. Hmm. So let's talk about, I, I know we've talked about it before, but like why we offer events. Why is this event, why do you think it's important and something that we need to offer why do I think it's important? Yeah, I'm going to put you well, on the spot. Well, I mean, look, I mean, I think we've we've talked about it a little bit, right? We provide something fun for the community, mm-hmm. which is great, but we get resources and an understanding of how important read, play, talk is in your household. And we do it in a fun and enjoyable way, and it doesn't cost anything. Yeah. So, yeah, it's important. I mean, we talk about read, play, talk all the time. And talk is, you know, one of the initials in there. But mm-hmm. let's have some fun and let's let's play a little bit. Yeah. Uh, we talk about read a lot. We talk about a lot, talk a lot, but we never really talk about the play part. This yeah. is kind of a play part. It, it definitely is. So it's super a, important to a include fun it. component. Yeah. yeah, I like this event too, and I think it's important to have a district-wide event for Read Play Talk. You yeah. know, we do that in the fall with the Read Play Talk Festival. But I think as the initiative has grown, we've seen, and we love this, We've seen campuses kind of take Read, Play, Talk as their own and come up with their own like parent and family engagement programs, classes, literacy nights. Like they're all kind of doing their own take on Read, Play, Talk, which is great because they're doing things that their community needs that reaches their families. But I also think it's important that we do something on the district level to show to the Mesquite community this is something, early literacy is something that is still very important to Mesquite ISD and something um, that we want to communicate to every parent in the district. You know, no matter if you've got a baby or even a high schooler, there's benefits on, you know, reading aloud to your kid even in high school. But just we want every household to know the importance of parent-child interaction and just how important it is to read, play, and talk with your kid every day. So I think that's one of the main reasons this event is important is because it just continues to bring awareness. Yeah, for sure. Like you said, it provides resources that Show families really how easy it is to read, play, talk with your children. It's important to us and the district, obviously, but we want to show how easy it is for you to make it important to you as well, right? Yes. Yeah, so, definitely. And it's not hard. I mean, it really isn't. So I'm glad we were able to sometimes show people that you don't have to be a rocket scientist to yeah. read, play, and talk to your kid. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think so, too. It's easy. It's fun. And it benefits your child, you know, 100%. that will long outlast the time it takes for you to read, play, and talk with your child. You know, we'll see benefits in this if it's done well for decades to come in these kids, which is exciting to be a part of. Yeah. And the the younger kids, I mean, the benefits of, you know, if we can get them on grade level reading by grade three, they should sail through school, right? I mean, that's kind of what the statistic is. Yeah. Well, their chances of success just go up significantly, which is what we want. Yeah. So families need to come to this event, right? Yeah. Want them to come? Yep, yep. What can they expect when they get here, you think? So, I mean, I would just come, I would say it's for kids of all ages. So even if you're like, I don't have a child in Mesquite ISD yet, maybe they're two or three, I would say there's going to be plenty of activities for children that age to do. Or even if you've got an older elementary kid, they're fifth grade, they're about to go to middle school. 
I can guarantee you, you will still benefit from this event and it will still be an enjoyable time for families. So I would just say, come be ready to interact with your child. We don't want this to be like parents just watching their kids do all these things and play all these games. So I would say, come ready to do the different activities, visit the different booths with your child and really kind of take notice on what's happening and seeing if there's a way that you could duplicate maybe that activity yeah. at home. Plus you get to find out, and this is a plug out to the vendors that come, right? I mean, you, you find out who believes mm-hmm. this is important to them too. They're, they're willing to provide their time on a Saturday yes. to show you how important Read, Play, Talk is to them and how important it should be to you. So that's kind of cool too. So it's kind of, you get that, but you also get to find out who really believes in our community in our school district. Yeah. Not yeah. that there's people that don't, but these guys are like top notch. Yes. Yeah. Top notch believers. It's well-rounded. We've got some from food industry, healthcare industry, nonprofit, for-profit, you know, kind of all realms of yeah. the business industry here in Mesquite. So that's what I would say. I think families should come. I think it's going to be a great time. You can come, not spend a dollar, still have a fantastic time, still leave with resources, and hopefully leave with ideas on ways that you can read, play, and talk together at home. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. My favorite one. All right, so let's tell them when it is and what time and where and all the things. All right, so if I remember right, it's going to be Saturday, March 25th from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. at Mesquite High School. Yes, and we've extended it an hour this year. Normally, it's just 10 to noon, but this year we're doing 9 to noon because we're expecting a pretty decent-sized crowd. Means I'm going to have to get up earlier on a Saturday. You will have to be at Mesquite High School a little bit earlier. But yeah, bring your kids for all ages. We also have volunteer opportunities. If you have like a middle school or high school student that needs volunteer service hours, you can message the Read, Play, Talk Facebook page or email me at lparis at mesquiteisd.org. We're also looking for adult volunteers. So if an adult wants to volunteer at the event, we've got volunteer opportunities for you as well. But we really hope you come. Oh, the Replay Talk bus will be there. I didn't even oh, say the bus. that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Obviously. We just expect that to be there. Yes, thesis. it will be there. I'm trying to think what else people can expect. Transportation, MISD transportation is coming. They're going to decorate a school bus and bring it. Mm-hmm. Snow cones this year? No. Kona Ice is coming yeah, back. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So trying to like throw in the last <laughs> things like, please come. It'll be really fun. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fun whether those guys show up or not, I promise. Yeah, but we hope to see you there. See you March 25th at the Replay Talk Fair. Can't wait. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Read Play Talk podcast, talking all about the 2023 Read Play Talk Fair. We hope you and your family will join us at this event on Saturday, March 25th from 9 a.m. to noon at Mesquite High School. Episodes for the Read Play Talk podcast are released monthly, and we ask that you subscribe to this podcast so you'll never miss an episode. You can find us on social media, on Facebook and Instagram at Read Play Talk, and on Twitter at Read Play Talk TX.